This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jane Lee, who covers the athletics for MLB.com. And as we speak on Thursday, Jane, you are about to cover another spring training game. And there's a lot of storylines going on right now in athletics camp. But the first one I want to talk to you about is Dustin Fowler. And it's a very long-awaited return for this guy. And it came true on Sunday. Now, Fowler hasn't seen game action since June 29th of last season when he played for the Yankees and had that unfortunate collision with an electrical box in the outfield. Now, he's expected to be the starting center fielder. So what did you see from him in his spring debut, and did you get to talk to him after this pseudo debut that he never really got to make uh, when he was with the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time coming, and I think everyone was excited for him. He was really excited. Um, you know, he kept joking that everyone's sick of hearing him talk about his rehab. Um, and I think just, you know, for him being back on the field, um, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, of newness with him because this is a new team. I mean, the last time he was on the field, it was with the Yankees. Um, so just new team, um, you know, new beginning um, after the injury. Because it was a really long, grueling rehab um, but he worked really diligently, um, and I think that's why he's progressed so well and kind of hit every marker along the way in the rehab, um, kind of ahead of schedule. I don't think the A's expected him to see him in games so soon, but once he got the clear um, last week, I mean, he was in his first game two days later um, and and looked good. I think for him it was just about feeling good, um, and I know that, um, he wasn't even thinking about the knee until he, he saw the ball off of it, and he was like, oh, yeah, it was a good reminder that it's still there. Yeah. Um, so definitely, um, you know, all smiles that day, um, and I think everyone's encouraged. Um, I know that the A's like what they see. I mean, he's moving around pretty nicely out there, very smooth in the outfield. Um, looks good at the plate. Obviously, it's very early, and, and he'll be on a slightly altered schedule than the other guys. Um, I think – for at least now, he'll have two days off in between games as opposed to just one. Um, and then sure, eventually, kind of middle of the spring schedule, he'll get on that one-off, one-on um, schedule. And, I mean, the plan is to have him in center field. Um, you know, I know that there's kind of some speculation. Is, is he ready? What about the other guys? Because there are some other guys in competition, guys like Boop Powell and Mark Hanna and Jake Smolenski. But, they're very high on Fowler, and um, I think barring any setbacks with the knee, they want to give him that chance to, to be in there every day. Okay, another guy that we have to talk about for a second is Sean Manaya, who was scratched from his spring debut with some back tightness. But do not fear, he did pitch two simulated innings on the backfields and is rescheduled to make his spring debut soon, Jane. But why is Sean Manaya so crucial to this rotation? Why do they have to make sure that this guy is ready to go? Yeah, I mean, they need to be very conservative with this guy. I mean, there are 
only two locks in the rotation as of right now, and those belong to Manaya and Kendall Graveman. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, are only so many guys that um, you know they can really rely and depend on right now. Um, and of course, I think that they're going to be confident in whoever fills out their rotation. But um, you know, Manaya and Graveman, I mean, that's kind of it. Those are the guys that they're counting on right now. Uh, Manaya has had. Um, some back issues in the past, and it's always been minor, so I don't think there was ever um, serious concern about it, but you never want to push it with backs. Um, Manaya knows you know, his body well enough by now to know that he needed to slow things down, wasn't well enough to make the start. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think it's much of a concern right now. They're just kind of taking it easy um, and, you know, had him um, pitch in a controlled setting in that simulated game. He'll throw a bullpen in a couple of days. And as long as everything goes well with that, um, he should be good to go. And I think the plan right now is to have him make his debut um, March 6th. So when okay. you think back to typical spring schedules, that's kind of about when the spring schedule would normally begin. Um, and of course the regular season starts sooner this year, but um I think that teams are being a little bit more flexible um, with their pitching schedule just because mm-hmm. the schedule is a little wonky this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think Manaya just having the experience he does have under his belt, um, I don't I don't think there's much concern over him. And I think he, he's pretty confident that he can get the innings he needs before the regular season begins. All right. I'm sure that's reassuring, too, for Athletics fans who are fans of his, fans of the team. Uh, just a little... Uh, a little worrisome for that starting rotation. So another guy that we're going to address is Matt Chapman and his status, that right hand soreness was the diagnosis. And Jane, we talked all off season about Matt Chapman and Matt Olson and this youth movement and these guys commanding those corners. Uh, Bob Melvin said the positive is that it happened early in spring and that this is the time for something like this to happen if it's going to. So that's the, the silver lining. And he's expected to be ready for opening day. But what now for Matt Chapman? What's he doing until then? Yeah, right now it's kind of a waiting game. Um, he got a cortisone shot in the hand last mm-hmm. week. Um, and actually this morning, um, for the first time since he got that shot, picked up a bat again, um, did some some work in the cage, some t- soft toss, some tee work, um, kept it pretty simple. Um, just because he's starting to get that feel back in the hand. Um, and the team is off tomorrow, Friday, so he will take tomorrow off and then kind of pick back up Saturday um, and see where he is. Um, I think it's just going to be a feel thing for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really has to be honest with himself, honest with the team, um, because, you know, if not cared for, treated properly, I think this hand is going become bigger than it is. I think right mm-hmm. now, um, you know, they, they are being cautious with it, and, you know, that's why he went to see a doctor in L.A. in the first place, get the MRI, get all the tests done um, to make sure nothing serious was going on. But um, the only concerning thing, I think, is that it's been, um, you know, something that has popped up a, a couple times now. He said it, it first surfaced, um, I think, back in November, so he stopped swinging for a while, picked it back up in January and was fine, and then. Um, you know, when he came to spring training, it started bothering him again. So um, I think this, that the downtime that he had um, and just resting it is crucial. Whether he's rested enough, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. 
and hopefully it's something that he doesn't have to worry about, but you don't want this to, you know, keep popping up um, and have it be something where he's fine one day and not the next. Um, you know, I think they, they want to make sure they take care of it. Um, and you know, I think he's just trying to learn how to do that, um, how best to do that so that it isn't an issue. So right now it seems very minor and I think everyone's pretty optimistic Um that he will be okay and that he'll get in games and be good to go for the regular season. But Mm -hmm. I do think it's going to be something to keep an eye on um, just because of this, this history of the last few months that he's had with it. And Jane, I know you have to go so quickly. I can't end the podcast on two injuries. So tell me, (laughs) tell me something positive that's going on in athletics camp. Oh my gosh. (laughs) A lot of good things. I mean, you know, when camp started, I think, I mean, they have 59 players in camp and every single one of them, um, we're healthy at the time, um, and I know it's only a matter of time before you know injuries hit every team. So mm-hmm. they've had their their little bumps along the way, but nothing too major, which is definitely a positive. Um, but I think that they're liking you know what they're seeing from a lot of guys. I mean, in um, in Chapman's stead, one of their um, infield prospects, Sheldon Noisy, has really stepped up. Um, continues to hit. He was one of the guys that they got in the Sean Doolittle Ryan Matson trade with the Nationals last year, and I mean, just went from single A to double A very quickly um, and kept hitting along the way. Um, He's still hitting. And I think this is a guy that, you know, is going to keep rising through the system pretty fast because I don't think anything really phases him. Um, He's seen some time at a few different spots, not only third, but short and second. Um, And he's a guy that says, you know, I don't really care where I play. I just want to hit. And the guy can't hit. So, um, another young, exciting prospect, um, and and I think that you know you look around camp, and that is what's exciting about this team is there's not just um, you know a couple of these young guys um, that are catching eyes, but there's so many of them, and it's cool because these are guys that are going to come up together and hopefully play together for a long time. All right, we can end the podcast now. Positive news for that. And if you need your athletics fix, go to athletics.com. You can check out all of Jane's work. With Jane Lee, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.